Hey guys, welcome back to the Gwinnett Podcast. I'm Nate McGill, one of the hosts, and today on the show we're talking all about Paint Gwinnett Pink and all of the efforts at Northside Hospital to raise funds and awareness for breast cancer uh, and the survivors. Man, we're talking about a helicopter-worthy event. We're talking about this Paint Gwinnett Pink 5K event. Um, and, and if you've ever been there or if you've ever seen it, it is just a sea of pink. We got pink tutus, pink banners, pink ribbons, pink everything. Thousands of people come to this event every year, both to walk and run for breast cancer and just family fun. Uh, and it stands as a tribute to Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this occasion draws survivors, their loved ones, and the entire Gwinnett community out to Cool Ray Field. Today on the show, we're talking to Jason Chandler, president of the Gwinnett Medical Center Foundation at Northside. And, and we are uh, talking all about the event. And then also on the show, we have Adele Steele, a cancer survivor who got her treatment at Northside, and she shares her story and her experience there. It's a great show. Can't wait for you to hear it. So we're just going to jump right in. All right. So we have Jason Chandler here today. We have Adele Steele here today. And um, my honor to talk to you both. Uh, And we're talking all about Paint Gwinnett Pink. We're talking about uh, something that affects the lives of millions, uh, millions and millions of families. And, um, and, and we're t- going to talk all about this event. So Jason, why don't you kick us off? Why don't you tell us just a little bit about your role and a little bit about Pink Gwinnett Pink for those that don't know. Sure. Well, um, Pink Gwinnett Pink is part of the Northside Cancer Institute. Um, that's what it funds. We're raising money for uh, three-dimensional imaging. Uh, it's called tomosynthesis. Okay. And the great thing about tomosynthesis is that you can uh, see the cancer much smaller, much earlier. Mm. And uh, basically, you're saving lives. There's also a lot fewer callbacks um, when when uh, you get a regular mammogram. The radiologist might get two, maybe four slides or four images. I see. And with the tomosynthesis, you get about 80. And so they're able to kind of zero in on it and see it much smaller, see the you know, blood flow to even the, the, the size of head of a pen. You wow, know? yeah. And so we all know that early detection is, is key. Sure. So that's one of the main things that we're raising money for with this walk, but we're also raising money for a patient assistance fund, help people with uh, travel assistance. Because if people can't afford to, you know, or if they don't have a car, if they don't have transportation to get to their treatment, they don't go. Yeah. And so that's an easy fix. Yeah. And that's something that everybody can contribute to. Sure. And the funds stay local. The funds stay stay local. So um, part of the Gwinnett Medical Center Foundation's mission is to raise money for for Northside Hospital operations in Gwinnett County. So that funds things in Lawrenceville and Duluth and Mm -hmm. other locations that we have here in Gwinnett. How long have you been doing Paint Gwinnett Pink now? Gosh, I think it's the eighth or ninth year. <laughs> eighth or ninth year. How much money have you raised? You know, close to two million dollars. Golly, I mean, I know those machines are expensive. They are. So uh, being able to to have a few of them is is an amazing thing. Absolutely. The the machines, the tomosynthesis machines, they cost about three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars. Right. It's a lot. And uh, we've put one uh, through Paint Gwinnett Pink proceeds uh, at Hamilton Mill, uh, two in Lawrenceville, and one at, at our Duluth location. Amazing. There's another um, 
Northside operations that's coming online uh, in the Rock Springs area, right next to the Mall of Georgia in the Buford area. And uh, we'll have a couple of machines there too. So these these proceeds will help to pay for those for those machines. Amazing, amazing. All right, Adele, we're going to jump right back over to you. And I want to hear a little bit about your story because you are a cancer survivor and you got a good bit of your treatment at Northside, from my understanding. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story, maybe your background, and, and um, when you, when you uh, were introduced to this thing called cancer, what, what was your story? I had moved to Tacoa uh, pretty much full-time, uh, kept my house in Lawrenceville, and uh, found a lump in my breast mm. and went right to my beloved gynecologist here in Lawrenceville, uh, Dr. Denise Pecht, and she sent me to Northside like almost that day. Wow. And uh, I had the mammograms and I had the ultrasounds and I had the biopsies and I had more ultrasounds and more biopsies mm-hmm. and had the surgery um, in January with Dr. Proctor, who was amazing. And uh, chemo was not going to work with this particular type of cancer, so I'm on a hormone therapy now. I see. Uh, the cancer went, the uh, surgery went beautifully. Uh, I, I, I couldn't have asked for any better than that. Um, the support from Dr. Proctor's office, and they uh, went to Dr. Peacock, who was my oncologist, mm-hmm. and he told me all the possibilities and uh, went through the Cavell Boutique and got a new half body. So I'm (laughs) almost back to looking sort of normal. Um, And everybody I met along the way was just absolutely amazing. That place is so full of love and so Mm. full of people who care about what's going on with you. Uh, People who will tell you, they will answer your questions no matter how stupid or how uh, bizarre they are, sure. and they're honest with you. They don't candy coat it, but again, they don't uh, they don't keep anything from you, right. which is an amazing thing for a cancer patient because sure. you have all kinds of questions. Right. Because all of a sudden, your life has been completely turned upside down. Yeah, it's it's definitely and, uh, one of those uh, forks in the road of life, and it's not like you've retained a whole lot of information about what cancer is and what breast cancer is until it, it starts to affect you or a loved one. Yes. And then you got to get a quick education. Yeah. And it sounds like they were able to at least provide answers. Well, I had, uh, I had an, a seven year experience with my husband's uh, devastating cancer. Oh, man. Six, seven years. So I had been through all of that and taken care of what needed to get done. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, supported him through the whole process. Uh, but then when it happened to me, uh, it was very different. Right. Because I was a, a counselor, a nationally certified counselor by trade, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to know the answers to all that stuff. Oh, man. You know, I was supposed to know how to handle it. I was supposed to know how to support myself and all this. And it put me into a really odd place in my life where sure. there was fear. I was matter and wet hen, you know, why when I spent my whole life taking care of other people, mm-hmm. you know, and why these is this are questions to me? that everybody asks, mm-hmm. I'm sure, um, was it something I did in a past life? Was it, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, what happened? Right. Because my husband had died a year and a half earlier. Mm. And uh, so anyway, it couldn't have been a better experience. 
It was just amazing. And I'm so glad I kept my house in Lawrenceville because if I had not, I would have had to drive 40, 50 miles each way to go to care in Gainesville. Yeah. And not, you know, we knew a lot of the doctors. Um, Jim and I have been in Gwinnett County for almost 40 years. Now, your husband was Jim Steele? Yes, my husband was So Jim he's Steele. he's kind of a legend in Gwinnett. He is. He built a ton <laughs> of schools. He is. He wow. is. Wow. That's he built amazing. 97 new schools in Gwinnett while he was that's, on board. That's unbelievable. I feel a little famous just to know you. I think that's more schools than anyone else in the whole country actually has built. Wow. He did. Yeah. yeah. He has that record. He did. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. He, he is sort yeah. of a legend around here. Yeah. Yeah. He's quite a guy. They broke mold when they built him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you went, you walked through this thing called cancer with Jim, and then it affects you. And um, I have to, I have to note, you're probably feeling pretty alone in that situation. So what did it feel like as you got around other survivors? Like how important was that part to your story? Um, I have to be honest. Sure. It wasn't really a an issue with me. Okay. Um, Amy Trammell, who mm-hmm. is the nurse navigator, gave me a book on breast cancer treatment. I see. And it explained absolutely everything. Wow. Sent you home with questions to take to your doctor's appointments on mm-hmm. each of the levels. Um, and so I read up a lot, and I learned to listen to the professionals. Mm, it's good advice. Because they knew exactly what they were doing. Right. They'd done it thousands of times before. Um, and I was not in charge. You yeah. know, I was not in control. And I had to just accept that. So I didn't spend time going to support groups or that kind of thing. You just trusted the professionals. Um, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. really good advice. So. I mean, that's that's there's a lot of wisdom in, in just knowing that you've got to um, give up control you know, and, and give it over to the, the folks that are the experts and know. And as you said, they've been through this time and time and time again. So um, they're more familiar with this story than, than you are at that point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You are not the expert here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So how, so uh, have you been involved with uh, Penguinette Pink? No. Well, you know, I think that's uh, why we have Jason here to tell us all about the, all the events, because I think it's kind of like just building that bridge and connecting, because everything that's happening with Paint Gwinnett Pink is really helping Northside to give others the experience that you had. Jason, before we uh, get into this big view of um, Paint Gwinnett Pink, I want to go I want to rewind the clock a little bit into your story because your family is also affected by breast cancer, right? Yeah. So kind of tell me why is, does this have, this probably has why you work in the medical field, I'm (laughs) guessing, but why don't you tell us a little bit of your background and story and your history? Um, I was about 10 years old, fourth grade, Mm. and I got off the school bus and my father's car was at home. Now, my dad was a workaholic, so I knew that something was up. I thought I was in trouble. (laughs) I was like, oh no, he's home early. Because, you know, my parents always said, you know, if you get in trouble at school, you're mm-hmm. going to get in trouble at home. It's one of those things. Um, but when I walked in, I, uh, I saw that both of my parents were in the living room and they had been crying. And um, that's when they told me that my mom had stage four breast cancer. Oh, my goodness. And so, like, How old it, were you again? I, I was 10. 10 years old. Yeah. And so my first question was, well, is she going to die? And my dad looked at me and he said, you know, Jason, we're, we're all going to die one day. Um, the most important thing is, is how we live and what we do with the time that we have. 
And so growing up with cancer wow. was always, it was normal in, in a weird way sure. uh, for my brother and my father and my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of, it was normal. And so she, um, she went through two mastectomies, three rounds of chemotherapy, radiation, all of that. And each time that that happened, we, you know, didn't think that she had more than six months left to live. Wow. Um, she was the most uh, faith-filled person I've ever met, most optimistic person that I've ever met. Optimism is a really good uh, medicine as well mm-hmm. and a good support group. But um, I think when you're talking about how when I decided what I wanted to do for a career, um, I've been looking for payback for a long time. I see. <laughs> looking for payback. I like look, that. I've been looking for payback. All right. And these, these machines and early detection is one of those, uh, one of those tools that we can, we can use. Right, because by the time your mom found out, it was already stage four. It was stage four, and she wasn't supposed to live for more than six months. Wow. And so there was, I believe I'm remembering this correctly, she was in the early tamoxifen trials. Um, and, you know, I would say the combination of good medicine and lots of prayer and her faith sure. um, let her live for another 11 years. So I was in college when she, when she passed away. It was 1995. Wow. Wow. And so today you get to help people with that similar story through this event. Maybe give us, paint us the picture of what this day is like for Gwinnett. What are we painting pink here, Jason? So first and foremost, it's a celebration. One of the greatest things that happened at this event is the pink carpet walk. Mm-hmm. And all of the survivors get to walk down. Tons of people are there. I, I always joke with Jennifer, halfway joke, uh, that I want this to be a helicopter-worthy event. Yeah. I want there to be massive numbers of people there. Where, yeah. you know, we're just seeing uh, so many people celebrating the survivors. And so they get a chance to walk up on stage. Um, there's a, a line of hugs. Uh, all it. the doctors and the nurses are up there. And uh, we just celebrate them, first and foremost. Uh, but then there's tons of activities for families. You know, we have stilt walkers and jugglers and fire catchers. And, it's amazing. Um, probably about 100 different tables of, of uh, information and um, resources that people can take advantage of. And uh, it's just a fun day. And then we have a 5K walk, but we also have a 5K run. Uh, the 5K run is a Peachtree qualifier, but most everybody that's coming out there is, is coming out there for the fun walk, um, mm-hmm. and it's just a, it's a celebration. It's a, a half a day, so we start pretty early in the morning, and um, the run starts, I believe, at 9 o'clock, and mm-hmm. uh, then the event goes on until about lunchtime. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you, you really, you, you get out there and you, and you really have this visual of support and also how many people it, it affects. And I had the pleasure of attending the last event and, um, and man, it, it's a big event. It's a really big event. Like, uh, there, there was, I mean, just hundreds, of, if not thousands. I mean, it was there was a ton of people, uh, yeah, we out had, there running too. I think we had close to 2000 yeah, uh, last year. And so, we're almost there. Uh, we're yeah. we're going to keep going. Well, you're going to keep going. You got a big plan for the future, and uh, and and so th- the way that we raise money, we have money through sponsors, through donors. We have um, uh, the teams that are running can also raise funds. Correct. Absolutely. And then uh, and then that money, as you explained earlier, uh, goes to Northside, and, and so that they can have the the experience that Adele had there. 
and um, and get the care that they need. And so that's amazing. Now you you are an avid walker, from my understanding. I am two point yeah. seven miles six days a week. Two point seven miles yes. six days a week. You might win it. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you got to get out here and uh, you're gonna win it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> now I have a question. Sure. Yes, um, ma'am. I went on to the website last night to try to to get all the information and uh, how do you find a team that's already formed? Great question. So there is a section in there where you can search for a team that already exists or you can create your own. Um, there's a, I guess, a search bar um, where you can type in the name of an individual that you know is already on a team or if you know the name of the team, you can type in the name of the team. Uh, the GMC Foundation has a team. There's one that I think that's called Treasure Chests. Uh, they're creative names. But if you know that name, um, then it'll pop up and you can join that team or you can start your own. Mm, that's great. And then what about businesses? Like how do businesses support um, or collaborate with Pink Gwinnett Pink? I mean, we've got a, a sea of, of vendor tables that are out there wow. uh, passing out you know, information and free free stuff for people to, to take advantage of. And so it's it's a great exposure for, for businesses that want to support a good cause, but also want to get their name out there. Uh, we call it kind of cause-related marketing. Sure. And uh, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, no, that that's great. Are there any, um, I guess, unique or unexpected ways that people have contributed or shown support for the event over the years? I mean, there a lot of the teams have themes. And the run itself over the years have had different themes. So when we had Paint Gwinnett Pink at the very beginning, there were lots of people that dressed up in painting outfits. Oh, like, really? You know, they That's great. Like painters. Yeah. Um, and we've had different themes, uh, lots, of, lots of kids, lots of uh, activities for them. Um, That's trying. good because, you know, they need they need joy. They're going through this season that Adele just subscribed to. There's a lot of fear and not knowing of what's going on. And and uh, you need a day to just, uh, you know, have fun with your families and, and support and kind of champion what you're going through, you know. So I, I like the Delta Jet uh, grill. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. Delta has been a supporter of uh, this from the very beginning. Right. They have a fuselage <laughs> that they have turned into a massive... You know, it's a big grill, Adele. Forty it's so foot long, long grill. It's as, it looks like an airplane, and then they open it up, and they they can grill, and so they cook, do all the cooking. Hamburgers, hot thing. dogs, chicken sandwiches, I mean, all of those are are available for everybody. Um, we have like a suggested donation bucket that people can put something in, but or they can just grab a sandwich and go. But it's a uh, Delta has been a, a big supporter of this, and and uh, we're very grateful for for their support. Amazing, amazing. Uh, Adele, I want to tap into some of your personal experience here, too, for folks that maybe just are getting a diagnosis or they're just kind of starting to go through this. Like, do you have any advice, uh, any any uh, words of wisdom from your experience that you might be able to share? Uh, yes. Get there as soon as you can. Mm. If you suspect something, go get it checked out. Right. Because a lot of times it's not cancer. And with these early detection machines, like now more than ever, you you might be able to catch this thing super early. Yes. And take advantage of your free mammograms as you age. Mm -hmm. um, but but the biggest thing is getting getting it early because that's what happened with mine. I see. I had four tumors and two, two calcifications, and they got it all because it was early enough. Mm -hmm. And if I had let that go, uh, 
there's no telling what would have happened. So that 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 and trusting the doctors would be my um, yes. Some fear is okay, but don't hang on to it because when you go through fear and worry and anger, all that does is put stress hormones into your body, which is already struggling, mm, because, yeah. and it makes it worse. So you have to look at not so much fighting it, but accepting that that's where I am, and uh, I have to support this wonderful piece of equipment called our body that we get to walk around on this planet in, right? And do everything I can mm-hmm. for my own body, and let the medical professionals take care of the rest. Wow, yeah. I totally agree with that, and I, I wanted—I um, didn't want to forget to say a couple of things that my mom used to say during her, her treatment. Please, she would say that situations color us, mm. but we get to pick the shade. Mm. And she would also say that the babbling brook wouldn't sound as sweet if it weren't for all the rocks. Her uh, That's beautiful. poet, is. yeah. Her favorite um, Bible verse was uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, mm. but in all your ways acknowledge God and he'll make your path straight. Mm. And that goes to what you're talking about is let go of that stress, let go of that fear, because that fear is not from, from God. And, um, you know... Uh, I just I wanted to add that. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I think. And on top of that, I'd like to add that uh, a counseling tool. I was a school counselor in Gwinnett for thirty-five years, and yeah. the counseling tool that I used the most, pulled out and pulled it out with myself because I had to, is you can't control the situation, you can't control the condition, and you sure can't control other people. That's right. Okay. So all you have control of yourself is your response to and your reaction to whatever the situation, condition, people are, what's going on there. I, so I, I if you that. can say, okay, I can't control the situation, but I sure can control how I react to it. Right. So yes. that would be my golden nugget of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not what's happening. It's how, it's how we feel about what's happening. Exactly. And and I was going to ask you about that because first asking you about your you know, personal experience with that, but also you had mentioned being a counselor, and um, and so that was the tool that helped you the most. You think? I think so. Yeah, that's. I think so. That's a good um, one. You know, helping hundreds of families and kids and mm-hmm. parents and uh, teachers through the crises in life. You know, and had a lot of energy put into that so unbelievable uh jason what are do you know some success stories some feedback that you've gotten after events some of the some of the things that um stories that you might know about of uh how uh penguin at pink north side the funds that are raised uh thomas synthesis machines like any of those like any stories that stick out in your mind that are just um you know, too good not to share, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one that comes to mind uh, immediately, and that's um, I was seeing my general practitioner doctor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you get ready, the nurse practitioner comes in and takes your blood pressure and, you know, asks you a couple of questions. And she went out of her way to tell me because she knew who I was because we were both Northside employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, Jason, I just wanted to let you know that I went and got one of those 3D imaging, and they found a very, very small um, malignant tumor 
and we caught it early enough in stage one. And I just I wanted to let you know that I'm just so grateful for wow. for what y'all are doing. And and I mean it was like. A, I don't like to cry at the doctor's office, but, <laughs> but I was like, wow, those are the ones that you hear about. But I know that there's so many that, that we don't. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that's important is um, the resources that this makes available to people that really don't have the means of transportation right. or even have uh, maybe going through a season in their life where they need help with an electrical bill or, or some some other thing that's going mm-hmm. on, and this fund will help them uh, kind of bridge between those two seasons in their life. And and so there's some there's a lot of stories where we've helped people that you know were going through a tough time while they were battling cancer. We were able to help them. Yeah, that's that's amazing because because it's tough. You have a lot of issues. I mean, you could probably speak to that a little bit. Um, well, one thing I thought about that pulled back from my memory. Uh, a lot of years ago, I used to do Relay for Life with school teams. Mm-hmm. And what came out from that is the kids had signed up for something fun to do, but they were absolutely in awe because the spirit and the good cheer and all these people who had cancer who were laughing and singing and dancing in the streets, mm-hmm. you know, was just very impactful to them. Yeah. So it was a learning experience on that level. Yeah. A teenager that's... Absolutely. I think that's why all of these events, like any events that we can have, are 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 good ones in in support of our survivors. When the survivors are central, um, you know, and there's so many different types of cancers, and there's so many different types of. Um, you know, uh, awareness raising uh, campaigns. And I mean, it, it, we can't do enough uh, to educate, especially like kids early, uh, families that might not be dealing with it. And when you when you have one of these big community-wide events like this 5K with thousands of people coming to it, you have this big day over at the Gwinnett Striper Stadium, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, you know, it just helps raise awareness and it helps uh, let families know that they can come out. I mean, it, it, it is super important for our community. I love that. Um, I love that we're pouring into the youngsters, um, mm-hmm. things that we all share. You know, they're, regardless of political party, there's either blue or there's red. This is as pink as it gets. Yeah, there you go. I you like know what it. I mean? Yeah. And everybody can agree, regardless of what they you know believe politically, mm-hmm. that cancer is something that just needs to go away. What do you see for the next five years with Pink Gwinnett Pink? Where, where do you envision it going? What do you want to do? So Jennifer and I have talked about this a good bit, and you know it, it's Eminem. We want money in masses. We want, <laughs> <laughs> we want to raise a lot more money, and we want to have masses of people there. I've, I've halfway joked, but I'm, I'm serious. I want it to be a helicopter-worthy event. Yeah. I want there to be just a sea of pink out there and um, just more love, sure. more kindness, mm-hmm. more prayers. Um, I think that all of those things are, are part of the healing process. And um, when people come together and support each other, we're doing what we're designed to do. One of the ways that we can help ourselves when we're going through a tough time is is by serving others. You know, that's that's a that's a big component because, you know, like even if you're going through something like cancer and and you're a survivor and you're in remission, uh, helping other survivors is just such a a great thing that you have the opportunity to do. You're shaking your head, Adele. You agree? <laughs> oh, totally, totally. My quilt group from Clarksville, 
uh, has donated over, I think we're up to 75 headscarves for wow. um, cancer survivors who have lost their hair. Oh, okay, I see. So it, it, it's everywhere. Yeah. If people want to help. So much that you can that you can do, and that and that you know, it, when you've gone through something, you understand it like no one else does. So, you know, um, I, I'm guessing a lot of the folks that you know, I can't speak, maybe Jason can speak more of this than I can, but you know, those that are out there starting teams or maybe even a company that's coming alongside as a sponsor, you know, cancer's touched everybody. So sometimes. Um, I mean, it affects everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO. It doesn't matter if you're um, the president. It doesn't matter anything. It just it hits everybody's family. And so those people also want to know, well, what can I do? You know, um, And at the local level, that could be anything from the quilt group, or it could also be you know, becoming a sponsor of one of these major events. It's raising millions of dollars in your hometown community. There's nothing better that you can do for, you know, maybe it's a lost loved one, maybe it's somebody in your family that's gone through this too, so you understand what these families are going through unlike anyone else, and you just happen to be in the position where you can do something. There's all kind, There's all ways that you can serve from just simply volunteering and helping uh, at the event all the way up the ladder to, you know, um, to sponsoring the, the whole thing. I mean, I think that's kind of like uh, there's something for everybody to get involved with and something for everybody that they could do. So this is an amazing event. You can get involved. There's lots of ways. You can check out the website to kind of do that. Um, and uh, definitely want to, you know, thank you both for your time and coming in and, and sharing this story. Uh, you know, from Jason's perspective, being able to tell us all about Paint Gwinnett Pink, uh, Adele's story, talking about her personal experience uh, with Northside Hospital. Uh, Jason, maybe you could end by a few words that Talk about, you know, what is Northside Hospital? Maybe people don't know uh, everything that you guys are doing over there and what we're really raising funds for there. So there are a lot of different things that Northside's doing, but they are certainly um, deliberate about building uh, a program that is built to beat cancer. Mm. And um, Love it. this is one of, one of the tools that they can use in, in, that, in that endeavor, and um, they've just been great about it. Uh, we're, Northside is one of the only NCI-designated uh, cancer institutes of a community hospital in the state of Georgia. And we got that designation, that national designation, uh, several years ago. And it really is a destination. People come from, from out of state to, to go to Northside because of the resources that they have for the, for the patients. Um, you know, breast cancer is something that touches everybody that everybody knows, um, or at least one person that everybody knows. And this is... Um, this is one of the one of the tools that they have to do that. Mm, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the the podcast with us today, Adele. Is there anything? Is there one message that you would send to other cancer survivors uh, right now uh, that might be listening? Probably the bottom line would be uh, trust in the process. Trust the process. Uh, get yourself in as soon as you can. Uh, and try to manage your fear because you can. You're stepping into a huge loving nest. I love it. Of wonderful people who are very sensitive to where you are as far as your fears and your lack of knowledge. And uh, uh, just trust the process. Trust Northside. You can put that on a T-shirt right now. I mean, let's just put that on the T-shirt. Love it. Trust the process. Trust Northside. Jason, thank you so much. Adele, thank you so much. Uh, 
Guys, thank you for listening for the Gwinnett Podcast. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe. It's usually in the top right corner of most of your podcast players, and you can click that plus button so you never miss an episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, you guys have a good one.